0: This is Radio Health Journal. I'm Nancy Benson. This week, summer is here. Why hide your legs?
1: If you look at the statistics, about 23% of all adults have visible varicose veins on their legs.
0: Varicose veins, a bigger problem than you may think when Radio Health Journal returns. People with more formal education and jobs requiring complex thinking may better withstand Alzheimer's disease. New research reported at the 2016 Alzheimer's Association International Conference suggests that lifelong mental stimulation builds up what's known as cognitive reserve, providing resilience against the onset of Alzheimer's. Dr. Maria Carrillo is Chief Science Officer at the Alzheimer's Association. Increasingly clear that both lifestyle and medication will be important in treating and ultimately preventing Alzheimer's disease. These new studies add to the growing evidence that lifestyle factors can help build resilience against memory decline and dementia. They show that formal education and complex work may provide some protection even from risk factors such as an unhealthy diet or blood vessel problems in the brain. The new study suggests that work with people rather than data or physical things is likely responsible for the protective effect of a complex occupation. Find out more at ALZ.org. Summer brings tank tops and shorts. But if your legs don't look the way you'd like, you may be too self-conscious to wear your summer clothes. Dr. Mark Raymond, medical director of Beach City's Vein and Laser Center in California, says varicose veins are one of the biggest reasons to keep legs hidden. And they're more common than you may have realized.
1: If you look at the statistics, about 23% of all adults have visible varicose veins on their legs. And when I say adults, it's anywhere from age 18 on If you look at people who are 50 and over, literally 50% of them will have them at some point.
0: Raymond says as you age, your chances of having varicose veins increase. So exactly what is a varicose vein?
1: A varicose vein is a dilated, twisting, bulgy vein that most commonly is visible to the naked eye. It actually protrudes from the skin. It looks like a finger-like or worm-like projection as opposed to the little tiny spider veins, which are the little ones that are seen at the skin surface that are quite tiny. The varicose veins are much larger and are typically more indicative of an underlying medical problem.
0: That means doing something about it is important for more than just your looks, and not seeking medical treatment can cause severe medical issues.
1: constellation of symptoms that people describe with varicose veins and they include things like aching, cramping, throbbing pain in the legs with prolonged standing, but sometimes that pain can occur in bed at night. Sometimes patients have itchy skin, leg swelling, leg heaviness or fatigue or restless legs. And if they wait for a prolonged period of time and don't do anything about it, eventually there will become changes in the skin in the lower part of the legs where the skin will start to turn darker. In some patients, that can lead to open wounds called ulcers.
0: Raymond says the structure of your veins is important in the formation of varicose veins.
1: There are two types of veins in the legs. Superficial veins, which run closer to the skin surface, and deeper veins, which obviously run deeper. And they run parallel to each other like the rungs of a ladder. The superficial veins need to drain in to the deep veins, and there's different ways they do it. They can do it through side-to-side branches, kind of like the steps of a ladder, so that the blood drains from the skin surface towards the deep system. And then the superficial veins can also join the deep veins at the top of the thigh or behind the knees. So you have to understand, when people get varicose veins, it's usually a problem in the superficial venous system that is causing their varices.
0: Raymond says your veins have valves, which prevent blood from flowing backwards. At least that's how they're supposed to work. When they don't, they produce varicose veins.
1: What happens usually is the valves go bad in the superficial veins, and where those superficial veins connect to the deep veins because the pressure is deeper in the deep vein the blood exits from the deep vein and goes downhill in the superficial vein so instead of the blood draining normally towards the heart in the superficial vein it reverses flow and starts to travel down the leg and when that happens then the little tributaries that normally drain up into it they become engorged and they form varicose veins
0: Raymond says there are a number of factors that could make you at risk of developing varicose veins
1: Heredity is by far the number 1 factor. If one of your parents has varicose veins, you have a 50% chance of getting it. And if two of them or two of your siblings have it, then you have a 90% chance. It's definitely genetics, number one. But there are a lot of patients who have no genetic history who get varicose veins. And who are those patients? There are people who have jobs that require prolonged standing in one place or prolonged sitting in one place where they're not engaging their calf muscles because their calf muscles need to help to pump the blood back to the heart. And if they're just sitting at a desk, not using their calf muscles, or standing in one place where gravity is having an effect, that will lead to an increased risk of having varicose veins. And then there are other factors associated with varicose veins which include multiple pregnancies, advancing age, or trauma.
0: Raymond says people with varicose veins are often fearful of having them treated because of the horror stories they've heard. But those usually involve antiquated treatment techniques.
1: Stripping is a procedure that was typically done in the operating room where an incision was made at either the ankle or the knee, and another several centimeter or two or three inch incision was made at the groin, and a metal rod was threaded through the vein from the knee or ankle up to the groin. And then at the groin, all the little vein branches that tied into the great saphenous vein, which is where it usually occurred, they would disconnect it. They would pull the whole vein out. They would literally strip it out from the knee or from the ankle. And they caused a lot of bruising, a lot of pain. But most importantly, I would say, was a high recurrence rate. There was about a 15 to 30% recurrence rate.
0: New technologies have fortunately replaced stripping. The two most common ones rely on lasers or high-energy waves to generate heat for vein treatment. Raymond says the drawback of these therapies is that they require multiple needle sticks and may result in bruising, swelling, and a long recovery period. The treatments do the job, but Raymond prefers a new technique which is faster and a lot less painful. This technique is called vena seal.
1: Vena seal is a procedure where one puts numbing in just one tiny little spot, makes one tiny nick and advances a catheter up the vein and deposits tiny drops of adhesive in the vein. And then you press on the vein for three minutes at the top of the thigh and then 30 seconds at three centimeter intervals down the thigh as you feel the vein shut. So the procedure is very fast, it's very elegant, and has several advantages over laser and radio frequency ablation.
0: Raymond says with this procedure, there's no chance of recurrent varicose veins. There are a number of other benefits as well.
1: Because you're only numbing in one spot, they get very little to no bruising. And because you're not using heat energy, which one would use with laser ablation or radiofrequency ablation, since you're not using heat, there's no risk of any heat damage to any surrounding tissues, such as adjacent nerves which does happen once in a great while with those other techniques. But probably the best advantage, I would say, if you ask me, you know, what's the greatest thing about Venus Seal is... Immediately after the procedure, a band-aid goes on, the patient gets up, walks out of the room, can resume normal activities, and most people do not have to wear compression stockings afterwards, which that is sort of something that is mandated with patients who have laser or radiofrequency ablation. They have to wear compression stockings for somewhere around two weeks in most practices.
0: That means the days of painful and invasive treatments for varicose veins are gone, just in time for short season. You can find out more through links on our website, RadioHealthJournal.net. Our writer this week is Heather Muno. Our production director is Sean Waldron. I'm Nancy Benson.
2: Radio Health Journal returns with medical notes in just a moment.
3: Medicare and their list of suppliers continue to change. So if you have diabetes, it may affect where you get your testing supplies. But rest assured that your number one doctor-recommended OneTouch testing supplies are always covered by Medicare Part B at your local pharmacy and select mail-order suppliers. Dr. Brian Levy, chief medical officer at LifeScan, maker of OneTouch products.
1: Some mail-order suppliers may offer a limited selection of diabetes testing supplies. They may try to switch you to a different brand, saying your current products are no longer covered. That's just not true. You are entitled to continue using the products you know and trust and that have been recommended by your healthcare professional at no additional cost.
3: Remember, you have a choice. Stay with the number one brand used by Medicare patients. For questions about coverage or where to get your OneTouch testing supplies, call 1-844-942-2654 or visit www.onetouch.com slash Medicare. Medicare Part B is not a guarantee of coverage and payment, which may be subject to coinsurance, deductible, and patient eligibility requirements.
2: Medical Notes this week. It may be summer now, but flu season isn't that far away. However, a mainstay of past preparations is now off the table. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says Flumist nasal flu vaccine should not be used in the upcoming flu season. Studies a few years ago showed that Flumist outperformed the traditional flu shot in protecting kids. But experts now say Flumist has lost potency. FluMist is made from a weakened form of the influenza virus, while the traditional flu shot is made from dead virus. Agency advisors say the traditional flu shot is more effective. The prescription drug epidemic is getting worse, according to an authoritative source. The National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism says that misuse of prescription opioid painkillers more than doubled from 2000 to 2013. Government data also finds that people who have had alcoholism are twice as likely as other people to become addicted to prescription painkillers. Experts say when painkillers are consumed with alcohol, the mixture can be lethal. A protein found in young people but not old ones may be the fix to clogged arteries. A study in the journal Circulation says increasing the protein IGF-1 in one type of our white blood cells could protect arteries from plaque. Experts say too little IGF-1 makes plaque composition weaken and could cause a heart attack. Researchers tested mice, and those that were given higher levels of IGF-1 had arteries with significantly less plaque than the mice that did not receive the protein. Parents want to see their children succeed, but it's important not to push them too much. A study in the Journal of Personality finds that children with intrusive parents tend to be overly critical of themselves. When parents hover over their children, kids become afraid of making mistakes. Experts call this type of behavior maladaptive perfectionism and say it may increase the risk of developing depression, anxiety, and even suicide in very serious cases. And that's Medical Notes this week, more in a moment.
3: Do you know someone with a rare disease called TGCT or tenosynovial giant cell tumor, also known as PBNS or GCTTS? This causes tumors to grow in the tissue surrounding the joint area, which can occur anywhere from a small area in the hand or foot to larger joints such as the knee, hip, shoulder, ankle, or elbow. Surgery is the main treatment option for TGCT, but in some cases, surgical removal of the tumor would cause more harm than good. If you or your loved one has advanced TGCT, there is a new clinical research study called Enliven that is now enrolling patients. Visit the Enliven Trial website at www.enliventrial.com to find out more. That's www.enliventrial.com. Speak to your doctor. See if you qualify.